Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. I'm Kelly Lippenholtz, and I'm with Tom again today. Hi, Tom. How you doing? It's hot in here, Kelly. <laughs> it's, it's warm, and it's currently warm in the room that we are recording in, and yes. it's summertime in, in Maryland. Yeah, so. so August in Maryland, no no air conditioning in this room, so... You know, yeah. there's an old preacher story about that, right? There, like the, there was no air conditioning. It was really hot. And the preacher said, you think it's hot up here? It's hotter <laughs> down there and sat down. That's a whole, that was a great. Ronald Reagan, let's, I think, let's tell that story. pass on some, some <laughs> heaven here for us all then. <laughs> so today in our podcast, we are going to be sharing some things that we have been talking about with the Rebuilt community in our webinars, right, Tom? This was a topic that you talked about a few weeks ago. We have a webinar series. Yeah, so webinar series. We'll be continuing that through the rest of the summer on Getting Wise Counsel. Yeah, and if, if you have missed those um, those webinars, you can sign up to join us for them on our Facebook page. It's Rebuilt Parish. If you search Rebuilt Parish on Facebook, you can like our page, and that way you will get updates as to when you can sign up for the webinar. And also, um, we have the replay of the webinars on the Facebook page. So if you've missed any, you can go back and listen to them. So we're going to be um, talking today about Seeking Wise Counsel, um, which, Tom, I listened to that webinar, and it was so great, so great personally. So I'm sure that church leaders can really benefit from from this as well. Yeah, I mean, and it's actually, it's kind of funny, when we put series together for um, the, the church, for the parish, and we obviously we have a kind of a long process, we have a, a kind of process that's developed over years. Mm-hmm. So now we're doing these webinars, which we just threw together. Yeah. Uh, really? After You're COVID. admitting that right now? No, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, in March, when the COVID hit, we just said, let's just start let's doing do some something. Webinars. And yeah. we started doing webinars. And then we said, let's come back with a series. So we did come uh-huh. up with a series on finding wise counsel is uh-huh. kind of what created. But again, not like the sort of process I'm used to, you know, you know the process right. for our message teams that we go right, through. Right, so right, right. In some ways thrown together, it feels like comparison to that. And it's been amazing that you kind of, sometimes you realize like you'll do it, you'll do a topic like, oh my gosh, each of these weeks could be a whole series, right? Mm. So... Uh, we're, we're picking up one of the webinars we did on finding God for wise counsel. So we can, we were talking about seeking God for, you know, seeking God for wise counsel, finding wise counsel on your team, finding mm-hmm. wise counsel among advisory boards. We just did that. And then that we're like, we could have done a whole thing with more with that. So, uh, we're finding that there's always a lot more there, which is great. Uh, but I thought, I don't know, as I was thinking about what we should do for these podcasts and we'll be doing for this one and next, the September podcast. Mm-hmm. The seeking wise counsel with God just makes sense to me, even though, I mean, as I said in the webinar, it's kind of funny to share that with church people because we should naturally be doing that. <laughs> but it should I be know, intuitive, right? But I know church people well enough <laughs> no. to know it's not happening. Well, because church people are people. <laughs> right. There you go, and, and and just knowing myself and knowing our yeah. our staff and knowing everybody around that mm-hmm. often, you know, we we promote talk to God. Right. Hey, seek God. Mm-hmm. Find out what God wants in your life. Pray, but we just get running so fast. Yeah, it's a lot easier to talk about than actually do it. Yeah, so. it sure is, and read about, and you know, right. Than to apply it. Yeah. Well, so I mean, part of the mission of Rebuilt is to make disciples by helping other parishes make disciples. So just go over maybe that for us. What are the key components in making disciples that Rebuilt has outlined? Yeah, and so we've we've come 
clarify this a little bit more of the kind of core four we're talking about of uh, building a community of leaders, welcoming outsiders, creating an excellent weekend experience, and shaping a clear discipleship path. And mm-hmm. if you're new, you, if you've been around the same time, those those second the the outside, welcoming outsiders, weekend experience, and discipleship path, you've heard that. But yeah. kind of added this community of leaders, mm-hmm. and this is what we're talking about here in getting wise counsel. It's about building up a leadership in ourselves and in with others as well. Okay. And so particularly we want to talk about getting wise counsel for this fall because um, of all that's been going on in the world and specifically the public health crisis, we need, we need counsel. Everybody needs some, some help and yeah. some wise counsel on what to do. And I'm, I'm trying to throw out this question to church leaders and I really need to do this more. Mm-hmm. To be like, what is God doing in this season? I, it's such a great question. When I was looking over these notes, I mean, my answer is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I, 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 and I think that's, I've, I was just, we were just at lunch with a guy today who I think probably knows the Bible. I, I was amazed at his mm. Bible knowledge. And I'm like, um, I, I kind of asked that question. I could tell I stymied him. <laughs> yeah. I, I could just tell. Oh, like, wow. He didn't say, I don't know. He just did. He just took the question a different place. He didn't really answer it. Well, so. I mean, we don't ask that question every time there's a crisis in the world, you know, like maybe 9-11, I might've said like, what is God doing in the world right now? But there's not a whole lot of times where you, where something is so big and pervasive that you ask that question yeah. of the whole world. Right. Yeah, or I even think with nine eleven, I probably wasn't mature enough even my in my mm. walk with God or in spiritual yeah. maturity to say what's God doing. I was just like I was probably like what's going on, what was afraid, and and a lot of times and like quite honestly, right now I'm like that. What is going on? And I'm getting annoyed at the media, and I have you probably know my opinions on things, and I have I definite do. opinions. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to talk about them here, but I no. and I get sucked into them. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm right and others are wrong, <laughs> just like everybody else probably. Yep. <laughs> and, but I'm like, all right, what is God doing? That's the question to be asking is that's what I'm called to do. So. All right. Well, we're going to get to that. It's such a great question. Yeah. So yeah, we, we, we're a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're but, getting ahead of ourselves. Um, that's great. Um, so but, what, okay. So go, go ahead. Why did you debate on, on doing well, wise I, counsel from God? Because I think this is something, I don't know, probably preaching to people who are church people about praying is probably the worst group of people to talk about <laughs> prayer to. Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> like, but the, it's like doctors take the least care of themselves. Right. Right. And, right. You know, there are fat, is that? you know, there are, yeah, you got, you got Eating trainers that are not healthy. Coke <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Right. They're like, they're taking the, they're, they're, they're not taking good care of themselves. A lot of times people don't take care of themselves. that are in the very profession they're supposed to be. Yeah. And the same thing happens in church. So I do see that you, that, um, peers is another place where people seek wise counsel and that's probably the first place I go. Okay. And I've tried been trying to I try to remind myself like, man, I need to talk to God about this before I go to my peers. So this will be really teaching for me here today too. Okay. Yeah, I mean I think we go to again, I think we go to people first and that makes the most sense for counsel and we kind of naturally do that. Mm-hmm. But we don't naturally go to God. I know, it's ridiculous, but we mm-hmm. don't actually naturally go to God. So mm-hmm. we we need to work on this. So so I thought, yeah, let's let's do these two podcasts on on that. Okay. All right. So um, let's dive in then. Um, tell us about um, you have here a story that um, you and your son went on a retreat, and you you heard you well you heard clearly from God kind of on this retreat. Well, this retreat was out in Montana. This was about four years ago now, and I took my son Max, who's now uh, eighteen, and. The retreat to start, uh, 
the guys played. It was an all. It was a men, a father son retreat, and they played this audio. And it started out with scripture, I think from Isaiah, of God the Father saying, I love you, I delight in you, you're my beloved son, and all these kind of really affirming things. And then what they did was they added on top of that audio that was just noise from the world, traffic and street stuff and cars and all that kind of stuff. And then they added in the third was the evil one saying, you're nothing, you're a loser. Mm. And um, what what I just had shared on that, you know, was that it was very interesting for me that I started listening to the evil one's voice. You know, I lost sight of the father's voice mm. really quickly. Like mm. as soon as the traffic was in, I was struggling to hear it. And by the end, I was, and then what they did for this thing is they took out the audio, right? They took out the audio oh, of the evil went one. went back to God's then they voice. Took, yeah, and they went back mm. to the guy's voice. So you, you would hear God at the end. But I realized I was most attuned to the evil one's voice. So I think it's, it just was a reminder to me of how we all struggle to really hear God's voice and know what, what God is saying. Yeah. Do you um, find the same thing for you or, or what? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. How, that's such a great illustration of the noise in our lives. Um, I find that I just, I do better if I have my hour of quiet time in the morning and then I think I hear his voice then, or at least I'm seeking his voice then and my day goes better. But by the evening, I'm not even in tune anymore. It's very mm. interesting. I'm just not in tune at all. I, I think I'm the same way too. And I think I'm still struggling with the idea of like, I, give, I do this in the morning and then I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, like, right. I don't need to check it's in the rest of the day. compartmentalized, right? Yeah. Yeah. So just going back then to seeking wise counsel from peers, I, I, I get great counsel from peers and coworkers, but give us some reasons why um, God would be, should be the first one we go to. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, um, you know, First of all, I mean, because God is God, so he knows everything. Right. So if we believe that, then yeah. we should be acting like it. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think, you know, that that God, he has all the wisdom and all the counsel, and he wants to give it to us. I think that's the that's the thing, is that... Um, but I mean, does he, like, why doesn't he all the time then? <laughs> if he's the source of all knowledge and wisdom, why, why how don't come we... I don't always hear the wisdom when I'm asking for it? Well, I think I think a lot of times. Well, I think a lot of times because we are tuned in, we're not really listening. Like one of the things, some application we'll talk about is just sitting and listening and not have the voice. But it's so hard to quiet our own voice, mm-hmm. our own hearts. Yeah. Um. I, I, and I also, I was listening to something. Um. Sean Bowles. I don't know if people are familiar with him, but he's he's um. Some of my wife's been listening to lately, and he talks about you know a lot of times God's voice does speak to you in your own voice. Okay. And I think there is a lot to that, that mm. God is going to speak mm-hmm, to us because mm-hmm. he's, he, he was saying he's inside you. God lives inside you, which is, you know, amazing. And so I think sometimes we might miss it because it is really our own voice for our own consciences that's talking to us. Um, but we, we, we want the little loud voice like you will go here or that kind yeah, of thing. Something and, real clear. Yeah. Right. And God's a lot more, again, the still small voice or something that's more familiar to us, mm-hmm. not necessarily the the voice of God that we hear so often in in, um, in movies and stuff like that. It was right. funny. Yesterday, um, I was supposed to, I, someone, there was a funeral in, in, of someone I knew who lost someone, and I didn't really want to go over to the funeral home. I mm-hmm. don't really, and it's funny, I, I know in my own life, like I check out of that a lot. And I think there's a little bit of a pattern in my life where mm-hmm. I should have been at funerals or should have gone to a viewing. Yep. And I haven't done it. Mm-hmm. 
and um, I have I have two or three instances I could tell you right away if you I could give you two two instances right off the top of my back like I should have been that person's funeral yeah. I didn't go and because I kind of talked myself out of it like I didn't know him that well yeah or, or it's somebody I knew but everybody else is going to be there yeah. my presence won't matter and it so I felt a little bit about this one yesterday actually um, and I so it was like at the end of the day I needed to, I, I took a walk I went for a hike. And I've, I found a place around here recently that's close by. I never knew it was really there that I can walk. And I've been doing that a lot this summer. And, I'm, and I want to do like an hour and a half, two hour walk. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I could do an hour and get to this thing and then get to the pool with my family. Okay. And I just started walking. I'm like, I didn't know what I was going to do. I, like, I went on the hike. Am I going to do an hour walk or an hour and a half to two hours? Mm-hmm. And, and I just kept hearing... You need you to do this for go. you. You need to do this too. Also, not for them, for that person for sure. I think because the presence matters. But like I, again, when I prayed in the morning, I just like what did I remember? I remember the people that came to my father's funeral, mm. and there, there were people from Baltimore that drove up to Philadelphia an hour and a half. And so like that was all right. Pretty clearly, God gave me His counsel in the day. Yeah, because that was a thought in my mind. So mm-hmm. it's not like the big voice of God speaking. Yeah. But it was God putting that. Remember, you know, I was thinking of a guy, Neil, who was in my small group who drove up. Uh, another guy, Jeff, um, who's in this parish, who drove up. And, mm-hmm. Like those people are his faces are in my head. Well, that seems like pretty clear counsel that God's saying yeah. to you that you That need was to important go. to you. That meant something <laughs> to, to you. you. This yeah. would mean something to someone else. Yep. And you want to be the kind of person mm. that would put aside their lot, you know, mm-hmm. that would take the time to put to go see somebody. So Yep. Is there God's voice like in that? No. Is it like the movies? But it seems pretty clear to me that, that those are the things coming to my mind. And that's right. And, and that's the Holy Spirit bringing them to your mind. Right. You've prayed. You've asked for wisdom throughout the day. And you're getting it. And right. I am too. I just desire to hear it. <laughs> I, I desire the brick being smashed over my head so I know exactly what he wants me to do. Right. Although it would be pretty hard for me not to say God was telling well, me to go to this, right? Yeah, it would be pretty hard in that case, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. So for me, in the morning, I was because one of the things I'm trying to do right now is just take hey, God, what do you want me to do today? That's mm-hmm. all I'm trying to do with the Seeking the Council a little bit better. Mm-hmm. That came in my head, thinking of those two guys that drove up from, from Baltimore mm-hmm. to Philadelphia for my day. And then um, I still wasn't sure, though. Like, I didn't take the council. <laughs> This is how stubborn we are. Yeah, I went for the walk, <laughs> and on the walk, it's just there. Yeah, and like I even put like, all right, I had like, I think I started the walk at five ten. I'm like, all right, I got to turn around in twenty five thirty minutes, and I then I, the the thirty minutes came, and I still kept walking. I'm like, no, I got to turn around. <laughs> I got to do this. But that shows you, yeah, yeah, how stubborn we are. Mm-hmm. Not 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 pliable. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll come right back and talk a little bit more about seeking God's wisdom. Did you know that Rebuilt is now available as an audiobook? Hear the compelling and inspiring story of how Father Michael and Tom brought their parish back to life in the voices of the authors themselves. Understand the vision and strategies that made Nativity a church of growing disciples, growing disciples. Cardinal Timothy Dolan said about Rebuilt, If you love your parish, read this book. But now you can listen to it, too. You can find Rebuilt in audiobook format on audible.com. Just search for Rebuilt and listen away. Welcome back to the Rebuilt podcast. Today, Tom and I are talking about seeking God's wise counsel. And when we left for the break, we were just talking about 
a couple of reasons why. My argument is that my friends will talk right back to me directly. <laughs> oh, you're asking why, like you're challenging. I, I, I missed Kinda, that. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you're challenging me. I, I see that's how, how slow I am. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, and, but I was saying, yeah, they, they will talk audibly and usually right. God is not audible. It's going to be more um, impressions or something he, in yeah, our thoughts and it's more yeah. through our own voice. That was. It's just so subtle and I guess I just... I don't know. I'm, I guess I struggle with subtle. I, I want it to be really clear. And I, I get subtle all the time. I, I hear those subtle whispers. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think, and again, even that wasn't the one I shared. wasn't, I mean, you could say it was subtle in some way. There wasn't a sign, go yeah. to the, you know, viewing. Yeah, yeah. There wasn't. Pretty, um, yeah. And but, you still had other things you could have done and you still could have made excuses, right? Right. Well, yeah, because for me, yeah. Because for me, I was like, well, I'm going to go to the pool with my kids, and that's a good thing. And how yeah, much yeah. more are they going to appreciate it? Now, by the time it all, right. no, the funny thing is, it all, again, it all worked out. I was able to do both. Oh, good. And, but I went to the things thinking, no, if I can't, or I will make a decision there, but I at least mm-hmm. need to get there. Um, so, I mean, I think God wants to give it to us, but we got we to gotta listen. And, you know, one of the things in the notes have here, you know, that God gives counsel and instruction, but too often... You know, like in the first book of Samuel, it's that Samuel says, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. <laughs> John, you know, some we like to say, listen, Lord, your servant is speaking, right? right. We do all the speaking. We yeah. do all the talking. Yeah, I was, um, uh, we were on our summer vacation last week and a half. We went to Wyoming. We went to Yellowstone National Park. And um, my son, my younger son, who's 15, got sick on the second day that we were there. And it, we thought it was a bad cold. But of course, every symptom of a cold is now connected to COVID now and forever, I guess. And so we took him for a strep test because he was complaining that his throat hurt and he just wasn't able to do anything with us. And um, they gave him the COVID test and we had to wait seven to 10 days before we got results. So we didn't know if we were going to have to drive back. I mean, it was a really quite a stressful vacation, but at some point along the hiking, um, I, it came to my mind from the Holy Spirit, I assumed that I needed to pray over my kid. And maybe, maybe you don't think that's a big deal. Maybe listeners, you don't think that's a big deal. But um, my husband is Jewish. So he doesn't pray over anybody, quote unquote, pray over. He doesn't even understand that. And I mean, I still do it. But he it's like, he might be a little uncomfortable with it. I'm uncomfortable with it because Catholics don't pray over people and lay hands on. My other son is 17. So it's going to be weird for him too. even though I do it, you know, sometimes at home. Um, So we were in the car and I had avoided this obedience all day long. And we were in the car in the late afternoon. And I finally thought, I got to pray over him for his healing right now. Um, And for a negative test or just so he would feel better so he can be on vacation. Right, right. Um, So I laid my hands on him and I had both my husband and my 17 year old lay hands on my son and I prayed for his healing. Um, And so I, I did hear from God that day, but I had been praying all day just for his healing, praying, praying, praying right. for a moment when I was quiet, I heard you pray for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've given you, I've given you some Holy spirit power. You pray for him for his healing. And so I was finally obedient. And the next day he was fine. Wow. Not kidding. Well, I mean, I think and there's somewhere in all these notes and I can't remember the, you know, the whole idea of prayer in, in moving mountains that, that moving mountains. Yeah, yep. Um, the whole idea in, in the beginning of the book, you know, a lot of times it talks about we think we pray, we ask, God didn't do it, God didn't mm-hmm. want to come through. That's right. And then like it's that, and, and, and John Eldridge is like, that's naive. Yeah. And that, I guess the little thing that clicks for me, with him. we we're, are partnering with yeah. him in prayer. Right. 
and we're trying to bring God's kingdom to earth. And so we need, and then part of seeking his counsel is God does see things. He's like, but I want you to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, Proverbs 2, 6, for the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Uh, and that's something I've, I've been on wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. They mm-hmm. all go together. Wisdom is kind of like vision and the direction and where we're going. Mm-hmm. Understanding is how to establish it or how to make it happen. And the knowledge is like the very tactical thing, you know, not with understanding kind of like the, the strategy and knowledge is the tactics mm-hmm. that we need to do. But all of that comes from God and he wants to give it to us. We got to be seeking it out. Right. We have to be assembling our team with those kinds of people, right? Like that's one way that we could be obedient there. Um, yeah. So, and then it is an ongoing conversation as both of you, you had the conversation all day long kind of going with God. All day, like there. all day. <laughs> all day and I got the and he and I got the message several times that I should pray for his healing but I kept like quote unquote not having the opportunity I mean it was just the four of us in a car all day and then on a hiking trail in Yellowstone I had the opportunity tons of times but um yeah I was finally obedient to it so we have to be obedient when he does yeah and I, I think again we have all these thoughts in here but I think sometimes the reason we don't hear from God is because we're not obeying the last thing so, mm. <laughs> oh man, well, and <laughs> killing then, me. But then the more we obey, the more we'll hear, right? I mean, so if we can get in that rhythm, so it's like, I, you know, they use the analogy like of a friend. If a friend comes to you and says, "I'm really struggling with losing weight," mm-hmm. okay, well, I'll help you work out. I'll I'll do some workouts with you, and I'll help you eat some healthier things. And hey, do you you know the Lose It app on yep. the? I would download that. Mm-hmm. And they come back a month later, like I'm struggling to lose weight. Well, did you download the app? And you know, hey, we I said I'd work out with you. Yeah. Well, well I don't. Feel, well, okay. Um, I don't have any more advice to give you. I gave you my advice. You didn't right. take it, right? And right. I'm not going to give you more, more <laughs> right. different. Advice. Right. There's probably you know world class athletes. They're going beyond that. But at the very least, they're tracking their calories. They're right. eating healthy and they're working <laughs> out, right? And then yes. they know. They can go higher and better, and right because they're they have that stuff. So, I think that's the same with God. It's just like, all right, I, I told you what to do, you just didn't do it. And that's yeah. why I think that story yesterday was a little bit more. I, I, I talked about going. That. I, in some ways, I knew it was as important was for me to go for this other person, and I think it made a difference. It was more important for me, mm. and I that's could feel that. Huh? I yeah. could feel like God said, you need to go. You need to do that. You need to do what I'm telling you to do. I've given you instruction, so go do it. But um, so the Lord gives counsel. Um, you know, another another thing we just, you know, God's in this. Again, this is all stuff like your church people are like, I know this, but we, I know, but we, we need forget. to be reminded. Yeah. Uh, God's counsel is good and makes our lives simpler. Right. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths, right? In other words, he'll give you a clarity about where you're supposed to go hmm. instead of running you know, a crooked path or having obstacles in the path. Right. Um, and but I he's think, given us a couple things before that, right? Trust in him first. Right. Not on your understanding. Right. Acknowledge him. Then he, yeah. he will make your path clear. And I think that's what we're even saying in this. In the midst of this, God, acknowledge God is doing something mm-hmm. in this. And it's very... I mean, if there's anything that's not clear right now, it's what are we supposed to be doing? Right. We don't understand. <laughs> but right. lean not on yeah. our understanding. Yeah. And I think that's, there, there's the good of this crisis is that we know we don't understand. Right. And even for us as a parish, like I thought, okay, yeah, running a parish is really, sim- you know, it's simple but not easy. Now I'm like, I, you know, we got a lot to learn. I don't understand in the midst of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that's where God wants us is to lean on his understanding and learn from him in this time. Uh, about what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. And then 
he'll begin to give us clarity about where to go. And I do feel like trying to keep asking that question, I'm, I'm starting to get more clarity about where we should be going as a parish and what we should be doing and mm-hmm. what all this means. <laughs> so, you going to share that right now? Well, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm working mean, on it. No, I mean, I'm still working on it, but I mean, I, and then it's not as clear as day, but I think to me, one, for a while we struggled when to be open and we're like, mm-hmm. do we open? Other churches aren't open. Right. And I do think the reason why in this, you, you got to look, I think we look at other churches and what they're doing to learn and to, to to think about it, but I don't think you can just follow any other church mm-hmm. in this time because right. none of us have dealt with this. And so some churches are saying they're going to be closed and we're like, mm-hmm. that's not who we are. We, we got to be open. And there's, right. there is some combination in this time of online church and meeting people meeting together. Yeah. And so for right now, that means for us meeting in the parrot in the church and we're opening that, but maybe, you know, people joining each other in homes, maybe there's a chance for yeah. evangelization mm-hmm. and invite neighbors who would never have gone to church, but they'll come to your house right. in the midst of this or come to your backyard mm-hmm. during this time. So I think there's one thing there and then to keep the online campus going, but we need to innovate and be more, hmm. um, more interactive and more, uh, again, we have to grab people's attention. I think if we want to reach the next generation and there's something really important about reaching the next generation. So as I said, I don't have it all figured out, but those awesome. are just kind of things in my, I'm going to pray about those things. My head. All so, right. So we just, have, cool. but it, it, we will, it, we do have to keep acknowledging him if we want to make our way straight. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think just of, uh, you know, again, God is up to something, but we got to figure out how we want to join him and partner with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, this is not very clear, but God is up to something. And we, I think we have to keep coming back to that. And again, for someone, I keep getting involved in the, I keep looking at the politics in the world and I'm like, I, I, Anyway, <laughs> what could you be up to by all of this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. But I, I, I'm like, so Chris Stefanik, I did a call with him a couple of weeks ago and just texted him and reached out. I don't know if people know Chris, but he's got real life Catholic and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I'm just like, hey, I just got to talk to you about this. And, he, and it was funny. I think he needed to talk to somebody too. It was, it was funny. But he's like, yeah, it's like, you know, we have opinions on some of these things, but at the end, our point is to reach people for Christ. And that's, that's it. He's like, yeah. what do, and what are people going to come to you, Tom, for? Are they come to you for your really your view about the politics? Or are they coming wow. to you? To what a good point, Chris. About, <laughs> about what you think of this, what's right. going on right now? Or are they come to you about how to get closer to Christ? I'm like, yeah, I guess that's All it. Right. That's it. So, um, anyway, so. Yeah. So rather than feeling like the worry and the anxiety of this crisis, we just can focus on God, acknowledge that he's doing something and just continually ask him how we can join him in that. And he will reveal it. Yes. He is revealing it. He is. So we just, I, I know. And so partly this is just preaching to myself or talking to myself yeah, me to keep too. stay focused on that. <laughs> and then, you know, last, I think the reason too, we need to stay focused on God because the fear, you know, Proverbs twenty nine twenty five says the fear of man lays a snare, but he who trusts in the Lord is safe. Mm. I want to be safe. <laughs> I don't. I don't care about being <laughs> safe. I like, but uh, I mean, maybe I say that because I feel like I am safety. But I, I want to yeah. be successful, and I want. I don't want to mm-hmm. make big mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, and yeah, you want to be safe from that from yes, failure. I want to be safe from that. Yes, but I think I think safety. You know, the world's a dangerous place. Yeah, but, uh, true. Um, so, but I, I think right now too. If, I, I, we get, I, there's a good, there's a fine line here because there is a thing in which we do need to, it's the culture is so different right now. And there's so many norms that are different right now mm-hmm. and we don't want to break, we don't want to turn people off the gospel, 
But I think there's another. Um, so the other tension, though, is getting so afraid we're going to offend people with what we do. Not yeah, not being bold enough, and with, not being bold enough. I mm-hmm. feel like we gotta po- constantly play defense right now, so we don't offend anybody that we could miss out on what God's doing. So I think, hmm. um, wow, we need to again, and and it's exhausting, right? It's just exhausting trying to make sure you don't upset anybody, right? It's exhausting, yeah. and it, it makes me angry. I'm sure it makes you <laughs> angry too. Well, then, like, yeah. why is everybody? Everybody is like waiting to be offended on social media. They just they're just waiting for it. They want to be offended yeah. by something, and then they want to stand up to that. Or it's yeah, just... and it's probably not everybody, but it feels like everybody, right? <laughs> yeah, it feels sorry. like everybody. No, I know, but it feels like everybody. And you're afraid, you know. And so I, I just think I we, we got to go. On, I think you have got to go on the offense in the sense mm-hmm. of let's bring people to Christ in the church. And bring more people, but if we're just trying to make sure we don't say the wrong thing or offend anybody at any time, um, we're we're not we're going to miss that out. We so we right. just got to say fear the Lord and not be afraid of, right. of people. And the gospel is offensive; it can be offensive. Jesus is offensive, right? Yeah, well, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. So, but just let's stay in. Let's fear God and not man. So yes, or human beings. Awesome. All right, well, we're going to wrap up today. We'll be, we'll be right back to do that in just a moment. The Rebuilt Field Guide will lead you and your leadership team through assessment and goal-setting exercises that will help you revitalize your church. The workbook offers practical steps that will bring your team together so that you can affect change in your parish. If you know your parish needs to change or want to introduce the principles of Rebuilt, but you don't know where to start, the Rebuilt Field Guide is the perfect resource. You can order the Field Guide from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and at Ave Maria Press. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rebuilt Podcast. Tom and I have been discussing seeking wise counsel from God during this podcast. And so just to wrap up, I just I want to remind you of the reasons, even though we are prayerful church people, we still need to be reminded of the reasons that we should seek God first for wise counsel. Um, one is that we just need to be encouraged. We need to be continually encouraged and reminded to seek God first above all else. Number two is that God is the source of all knowledge and wisdom. Number three is that God gives counsel and instruction. He wants to give it to us. He wants us to come to prayer and to listen rather than to do all the speaking. Number four, God's counsel is good and it can make our lives simpler, not easier, but simpler. He will tell us what path to head down. Number five, God's up to something right now, and we want to join him. The only way to do that is to seek his counsel. And finally, seeking wise counsel from God keeps us from getting sucked into the world's ways and their thoughts. And so let me just close us in prayer today, and we will see you next time. Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for this time. Sovereign Lord, we thank you that you know all, that you see all, that you are in control of what is happening in the world today. Just pray for all those church workers out there, God, who are trying to seek you every single day, God, that that uh, we would be obedient and that we would hear your still, quiet voice when you speak to us. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.